Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 2 of my podcast, Talk Show. My name is Annabelle, and over the next few episodes, you can expect reviews of movies or TV shows I've seen. I'll talk about what's trending, and I'll also try to objectively evaluate if they are worth your time. Before we get started, here's a quick recap of what happened last episode. Every time when we say disappointing or disappointed, then you can just hear the Hercules in the back. Disappointed! Disappointed! So that's generally how I approach my... uh... Relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Through either word of mouth or if they've done some good work before. (laughs) Word of mouth? Who is that? Sorry. Uh, But yes. Girl I see. Staring straight back at me. Would you like to stay forever? You know like Avengers, right? They had this scene where they brought Hulk on the helicarrier. And then they were having some like team dispute. And then after resolving that team dispute, they're supposed to come out stronger like every other Japanese manga. And then they go out and then they beat the, the, the villain, right? And with that, here is part two of our episode where we talk about movies that were... DISAPPOINTING! What is your second movie? My, my second movie... My second movie comes from my second category, which is franchise that had good foundation, but uh, they, they kind of just threw it out of the window. Uh, which okay. was... I'm sorry to say, but I, I, didn't, I really didn't like Dark Phoenix, you know, from the X-Men uh, franchise. Is it supposed to be a very well-loved movie? I think it was a pretty hyped-up movie because it, it was on a popular story mm. arc for Jean, which is the Dark right. Phoenix arc. Was and this they, the ending of her story arc? Yeah, it is. It is the ending of a story arc. Oh, this okay. Because I actually watched this movie too, but I did, and I heard that it was uh, disappointing. But it was. I didn't particularly feel anything about this movie. I thought it was like, okay, wow, this was just, this is okay. I mean, it, it is. <laughs> like... There are expectations because the the first iteration of X Men right. they did explore the Dark Phoenix. Ah, yeah. Mm. And then they I restarted that was very it. And I, I mean, the, the first one was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, this second one was, like, kind of strange, you know. So, I thought that the build-up was good. Like, the, the, the new franchise, why they restarted it. Uh, they played mm-hmm. to their strengths, right? Which was, uh, they went back to the origin story. Everyone likes an right. origin story, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. when it's uh, Professor X. Then they also set it in a, in a pretty cool time period. So, like, you know how, what they do with Stranger Things, right? Everyone likes the nostalgia of different yeah. time periods. So, they went back to doing something like that. And then they also introduced a lot of cool supporting characters which were not necessary to the plot but they added to it. Like, you know, you have uh, Kevin Bacon who doesn't dance but he's pretty cool. Like, his guy is pretty cool. Uh, you, have, you have a few other people like, you know in Deadpool they introduced Juggernaut, like proper Juggernaut. Not the lame yeah. Juggernaut from like other movies. And they are supporting characters which add to the movie. But in Dark Phoenix, it's kind of like the opposite. Firstly, they, they fast forwarded it's really no more. It's not an origin story. By the time Dark Phoenix plays out, it's back to the mm. present, future, which is as Sorry. good as, or, <laughs> which is pretty much the same as original X Men. So it kind of lost the mm. appeal. Uh, right. uh, so it wasn't in a cool time period. It was no longer origin story, and a lot of the mm. the characters that they introduced were, like a bit, uh, you know, like right at the start of the movie where Groot comes out, right? You know what I'm talking about. They were aliens. <laughs> yeah. They looked like Groot, and then when they came oh, out right yeah, at the start, yeah. and, then, and then that's where I knew like. What's going on? Why, why are there aliens? Like, they, they suddenly advanced the plot a bit too much. So I, I, I didn't really like it, you know. Like, uh, I was a bit yeah. confused. Like, who, who, was okay. the, who was the bad guy? Was it Magneto? Was it Sansa? <laughs> Not Sansa, right? Murph or Groot? None of them, right? Uh, <laughs> all, all these people were like, 
it was just like they were just taking turns being the bad guy. Murph and the Groots were the main bad guys, <laughs> uh, but uh, I like how you're just yeah. bringing in like a totally different. <laughs> so that people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I I got it. It took me a second, but then I was like, right, I remember the Groots. Yeah, so not it's, it's a bit strange. Like suddenly there are aliens in, and then everything just it was a bit lackluster to me. Like, I thought coming after Apocalypse, I thought that yeah. it would be more like bombastic. Okay, I didn't think that the X-Men franchise was bad. I actually really enjoyed it. Like, the original one and the reboot. It's just that... That's why I, I, I thought that, you know, even with a good foundation, you can still mess it up. <laughs> so, I was like, so, that was my yeah. second... That's all for my second film. Nah. How about you, Makoto? Okay, so... My second film is Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> Very specifically, Part 2. Okay. So, recently, okay. I gave the Friday the 13th franchise a shot because it was on Netflix. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this, you know, <laughs> like, pop culture icon of a horror movie a try. Wait, is, is that the, 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 the guy the, with the, the ski mask? The ski mask, yeah, the ski the, the mask. Hockey mask okay, the hockey okay, mask. The ruler. Yeah, the guy the ruler. Okay, mask. yes. The first, okay, yeah. the first movie was fantastic and it wasn't just like a good film to me. I think it laid the groundwork for the franchise in a very good way. So, spoiler, okay. spoiler ahead. In the first Friday the 13th movie, there is no Jason the Voorhe- Jason Voorhees as a killer. Oh? Jason is a kid that drowned at a camp because the camp counsellors were being irresponsible Slid and not around. paying attention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The act, the 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 actor that actress that played his mother is fantastic at mm. her role. You can sort of see, sort of her mother, motherliness turned into sort of this vicious brutality. Right. Yeah. Right, so right, yeah. Right. So part one was, uh, blew my socks off. Wasn't even wearing any socks. <laughs> and part two, it was like forty five minutes into the movie, and you know these old movies are usually a bit shorter in length, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It was forty five minutes into the movie and. Nothing had happened. <laughs> Not I, where's my socks? Time to put them back on. I put my socks back on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I didn't feel for these characters because they were reckless. And so when they died, you went, okay. Oh, that's one, like, that's that's, one down. That's six right. more yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. It really, really, really felt like that. It was like, okay. Right. I wonder yeah. who's the next person that's going to go down. And that, that was yeah. probably the most interesting part of the show <laughs> and the people that died in the movie that I felt for were the townsfolk and the side characters like in the first right. movie there's this cute little old man that very menacingly but well-meaningly warns the kids hey you shouldn't go here you should turn back and then he cycles away every single time he shows up in this movie <laughs> he cycles away and that was yeah, that even that a that super that super that long that. shot of him just cycling away. He, he gets, you see him get on his bike and he cycles down the path and you see him cycle the whole way down the path. I came into this movie expecting more of the same from the first movie, building upon the world in the same way the first movie did yeah. and feeling for the characters in the same way that, you know, at least in the first movie I felt. Mm, Whereas yeah. in the second movie it's a bunch of flippant kids that, you know, fool <laughs> around and get killed and you don't feel anything for them. Mm. And I was uh, just upset that the only time that I felt something for this movie was when the the characters I enjoyed, which are side characters, you know, getting uh, needlessly uh, thwacked over the head. Oh, by the way, between 1980 and uh-huh. 1993, there were 10 movies. What? <laughs> so, so, many. Friday the 13th. so I thought to myself, 
hey, maybe some of these are gonna be good. Does, do, they, do they all happen on Friday the 13th? or? Actually, the date is never referenced in the movie at all. Ah. Wait, either that or it's, that's when Jason died. Oh, okay, that's, that's oh. a good theory, that's a good theory. But clearly, I wasn't paying enough attention to know <laughs> this information, because really... Put your socks back yeah. on. Do I prompt you or Chris? Ah, uh, Chris, because I don't have a next one. Oh, you don't have I a next gonna one? I was going to say uh, Riverdale, but I don't really have a strong, convincing... Riverdale is the, <laughs> so the Archie the TV one, theory. Yeah. Oh. Um, they, they say that you can actually see the characters break character... Because of how bad the lines are. There's compilations on YouTube, actually. I never watched so I don't know. YouTube. I didn't watch it either. But um, it just, it just wafted yeah. in front of my face. It's nothing like the comics, for right, one. Right. Like, the tone is completely different. So, um, I was expecting sort of like an Archie comic. It's kind of like a sitcom, How I Met Your Mother kind of thing. But when, yeah, when the series came out, it was like, oh, it's so dark and gloomy and... We are all emo kids. Yeah, it's, like, it's to appeal to the teenagers, <laughs> the, the emo, yeah. emo kind of kids. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Yeah, Your I agree, target audience should be us. Yeah. <laughs> right? We are the oh, ones who grew with the that's comics. True. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah I, in, <laughs> I only watched um, like one or two episodes because uh, my housemate was watching it and I decided to join her. And then when I hit the third one, I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thesis to write. This is not worth it. My goodness. So, okay. yeah, as in, I, I was going to mention um, Riverdale for my third one, but uh, I don't feel like I'm equipped enough to talk about it just because. Anyway, so how about you, Chris? What's the last movie on your list? Well, the last, the last movie comes from the third category of mine, which is uh, there are all these shows which had really hyped up trailers where yeah. I would say the most exciting part of the show actually ended up in the trailer, which was really disappointing Ooh. because after you watch the trailer, oh. you watch the movie, then you realise that, oh, that was it. it, it the, the reason it made the trailer is because that was the only good part. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, th- that's why. That's, oh. that's exactly it. Because when you watch the show, you watch for that one scene and you realise that was the best scene in the show. and. It, it kind of is disappointing. So the the show I'm talking about, which I <laughs> I I was really annoyed about this show actually. It's called The Dark Tower. Okay. And I think that there are a lot of shows actually fall into this category. There are a lot of like book adaptations or, uh, some sort of they're appealing to a very specific group of teens. I don't know. I didn't really like yeah. it. So anyway, the concept of uh the, the premise of Dark Tower right is, is like this uh parallel dimension that exists. Uh, and in that world, there's a evil guy who is. You know, Matthew McConaughey. So I, I, I was pretty like, and <laughs> I was pretty excited. But it's quite strange seeing a bad guy with his voice. You know, the all right, all right, all right guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because I kept laughing the whole show. Like I kept thinking like Murph, Murph. You know, <laughs> don't make me leave like this, Murph. <laughs> don't leave me, Murph. So, it's like okay, he's the bad guy, right? Which okay, I didn't have any issues with him being the bad guy. I just thought it was amusing for me. And then he's the he yeah. like does magic. And then the, the good guys are like Idris Elba, who yeah. are gunslingers. So they kind of like, it's a, it's a mishmash of two very different uh, worlds, like cowboys and magicians. It's like, it's like the Daniel Craig show, the cowboys and aliens. It's just, it just doesn't like, it's a bit it weird. It isn't a mash that you expect. Right, yeah. You know, it, it, it's right. a bit, yeah. it's, it's strange. So I thought that was already pushing it a bit far. Then the story <laughs> was a bit like, strange or so 
and I, yeah. I, I don't want to go into the details, but like there's this one thing in the in the trailer which made me pretty hyped about it, which was he does this impossible shot because he's a gunslinger, right? He shoots with like a revolver and there's a bad guy who's making away with the kid. He's like running off with the kid he's trying to protect. And then this guy yeah. does this impossible shot and he goes into this dialogue about how he doesn't shoot with his eyes, but he shoots with his heart. And then like, I watched <laughs> it like, <laughs> okay, you go and watch the trailer for Dark Tower after this really cool but when I watched the entire movie that was really the best part of the movie for me <laughs> that one scene also and after it ended like the whole show ended for me like, I was like that's it okay at what point in the movie was this? Uh, I was saying about two thirds to three quarters wow it's near the end so the you made it all that way only to be let down three quarters into the movie yeah it, the, the show the show didn't really it wasn't a very nice oh, show so it was a bit strange uh <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, though, I mean, he was, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> so, I mean, I like, I like the guy, I like the guy. It's just, I just thought his character was funny. I mean, there are a lot of other shows that actually fall into this category for me, like uh, Surrogates, if you ever heard of that show. So in the trailer also, right, uh, in Surrogates, they show in the trailer a lot of people just like falling dead. And that's actually the end yeah. climax for the movie itself. And oh. they showed it in the trailer and I was like, my goodness. That really was the most exciting part. So there are a lot of other shows like Upside Down. Uh, all these like had really interesting premises. But when I watched yeah. the movie, it's like it wasn't. I sh- I didn't have to watch the movie to kind of know what was going on. Like I should have just watched the trailer and left it as that. I like the guys too, though. I mean, it's Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. But well, I mean, usually like producers would try to land um very popular actors to kind of prove a point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So or the bolster like a uh, very out there concept. Yeah, I feel like okay, I'm, I'm probably gonna get a lot of flag for this as well. But Revenant kind of <gasps> did that as well. Whoa! Like oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, I wait, like Revenant. Are you, gonna, are you gonna mention any spoilers for Revenant? Oh, you haven't watched it. I haven't watched it on the basis of I haven't found a big enough screen to watch it on. <laughs> I'm being completely serious here. <laughs> The point that I was going to bring about was that people kind of build up expectations because of how they understand the genre to be like. Right. So, for example, like um, war shows, um, let's say uh, The Patriot, you know, from the get go, people are burning. Uh, no, no, sorry. Whoa. Churches are burning. <laughs> churches are burning. People are getting shot. That's how fast it moves. And so, when you watch stuff like The Revenant and you kind of have the same expectations going in, then um, yeah, people get disappointed. So I feel like that's the same way for say um, your movie Dark Tower. It's like they wanted it to be something else. They wanted it to be like you know oh it's a drama or something like that. And they just spend too much time on that. They're like oh wait we we have Matthew McConaughey we need to do something about him. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's why I don't watch trailers. <laughs> hey. uh, what's your final film? My final disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Engine. Oh my goodness, this show, yes. Good choice. Good choice. This is one of the movies where I did see the trailer. Saw the trailer and I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Cities oh my on wheels. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the trailer cool, was banana. The trailer was completely bananas. This is yeah. bananas. You, did you watch it? I did. Disappointment. Ooh. Okay, man. <laughs> Okay, so you know what I'm going to talk about here. Yeah. The trailer was just huge, exciting. Seeing these huge lumbering cities on like tank-like treads just plowing through the landscape. And in the trailer, you sort of see the larger city 
catch a smaller town and eat it for resources. This yeah, is like a dystopian future. It's pretty crazy. I'm like, oh my goodness. This, this movie, what a concept. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like when you watch Pacific Rim. Oh my oh. goodness, giant mm-hmm. robots fighting. Yeah. How can I not enjoy this? But this movie, I was like, okay, okay, okay. There's Peter Jackson backing this. There's the oh. people that wrote, that worked on the Lord of the Rings movies. But they also worked on the Hobbit movies. Okay, granted the Hobbit had constraints. So, I pa- give them a pass on that. I'm not sure what happened <laughs> between the trailer and me watching this movie in theatres. <laughs> but, but I was not very pleased. This, uh, it was not to be. My happiness in this country <laughs> was not to be until my <laughs> nation could be free. To their credit, you know, with the knowledge that the people that worked on the Lord of the Ring movies and, uh, for better or worse, the Hobbit movies worked yeah. on this film as well. Mm-hmm. It did a fantastic job of establishing this sort of the fantasy world, you know? Yeah, The costumes yeah. look fantastic. The fabrics, I wanted to go and touch the fabrics. <laughs> Calm and down, The lady. fabrics of society. Yeah, and, and they really captured the scale of these cities on wheels. They captured the scale and they even had fun moments, you know? And, and visually, it was fantastic. But, but it but. suffers from... Uh, actually, similar mm. to what Chris said about Justice League. You, you really have to establish a lot. And in between these fantastic moments of cities on wheels, <laughs> I gotta have this sort of cut to people and places that I don't really know about. And, and it did feel for me like, oh, something's gonna happen here, something's gonna happen here with the big city. Gonna, London is gonna eat this small town. Cut to people talking about things that I don't know, you know, referencing technology that I don't understand and a society that hasn't been established mm. fully yet. What? But know? what was... Okay, so what was the main conflict in this movie? Yeah, the main vill- bad guy. Oh, he bad guy. And uh-huh. the main conflict is he's a bad guy and London <laughs> is a powerful city, <laughs> actually. <laughs> as much as a, uh, as a spectacle this movie is... Uh, Nothing particularly captivates you, be it the fault of being such a high concept that establishing characters and situations takes a lot away from the movie while having to be an integral part of the movie, you know? And being able to condense a thick book into a limited runtime of two hours is honestly quite difficult. And I said to say, as great as a concept this was, what might have killed it was being too high concept. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think the concept of breaking books into parts only came much later with Harry Potter, I think. Like, I think it was one of the first to actually break up a movie into part one and part two and then present it separately. People would not have kind of explored that because they didn't think it would be possible or they didn't think that people actually enjoy it. It it is a gamble. I mean, if you want to end on a mm. cliffhanger, which is why I'm a bit bummed when a movie like this doesn't do well. Not only was it not well received by critics, it also didn't make its money back in the box office. It was a oh, it of didn't. Time. Yeah, Me it had a pretty didn't. high budget. Um, yeah, about a hundred fifty million, and it didn't make maybe yeah. three quarters of that. And I think that's my biggest worry whenever I watch a movie with hype and come away with disappointment. <laughs> because the reception does end up shaping the industry. Uh, but on the other hand, I guess it's interesting to note that um, some people are trying to make a film uh, not just like a copy and paste yeah, yeah. of an original. Mm, yeah. Right. 
It's like Aquaman. It was, um, I think, some underwater bad guy denizens coming out of the water to raid the house. Oh, oh, oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this really fun action scene that <laughs> yeah. happens. It's, it's borderline Power Rangers. Right. right? I, I know which one you're talking about. It's the one at, at the start, right? The one the mom is, uh, she's fighting off <laughs> yeah. the bad guy. Yeah, it's a really fun action scene. They made the action look interesting. I think expectations are one thing as well, you know, going into a movie. Yeah. But I stand by it. Hellboy was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that brings me to my last question. So, like, of all the movies here, do you think that, like, um, there are any movies actually worth watching? I, I won't recommend watching Dark Tower. Just watch the trailer. Uh, <laughs> but if the things to give a watch, Dark Tower's trailer. Dark, Dark Tower's trailer, that one scene where Idris Elba shoots with his heart. We did that one. <laughs> Something like that. How? Like, does that sprout a tiny hand and, like, grab a pistol? <laughs> no, Makoto. It's like an anime, no, okay? it's like he's feeling it. <laughs> Use your Kokoro. Come on. <laughs> okay, but I, I would actually recommend watching Justice League or Dark Phoenix because, uh, I mean, for the, for the main reason that there might be other shows coming up after that. And if you're someone who likes uh, to know the whole story before going on, I mean, you still got to yeah. watch the, the interim. You got to sit good. through it. La. Yeah, just yeah. watch it. Like, the, the actions are still nice. La. If you like all these characters, it's still nice to watch them. It's just that expect to be disappointed. La. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd say give Mortal Engines a shot. Because even though the, the plot's kind of lackluster... To, yeah. to a degree I do think it, if you enjoy like a fantasy setting and sort of the world they built and you yeah. love seeing these costumings it's something yeah. you can sort of put on watch with your friends sort of chat about it as it happens you know <laughs> yeah. to, to, to sort of tide you through like the lulls in the movie what about you Annabelle do you have any movies you want to recommend based on what you said or something that actually matched up to your expectations yeah well I think if you are not picky and you're not a hardcore Harry Potter fan, <laughs> you can try Fantastic Beasts. Um, but if you hate, if you come to hate the, the, the whole franchise afterwards, it's not really my fault. It's J.K. Rowling's <laughs> fault. <laughs> it's, it's, still a, it's still an interesting, it's still a visually appealing show. I it was not fantastic. It was not movie. a Fantastic Beast, alright? There was nothing to it was, tame It there. was lacking in Fantastic <laughs> and it was lacking in Beast. Grindelwald is a I, beast. I enjoyed <laughs> uh, Ezra Miller's reveal at the end and his oh, form yeah, 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 that yeah, he yeah, takes. Yeah, I, I thought that was actually really cool in the movie. The effects for Fantastic Beasts were pretty good. Like the whole Obscurus thing and how they animated all the the, the animal animals, the creatures, the, the beasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah th- those were pretty interesting. Those were well done. You know, um, it opens... Um, the world a bit more and I, I guess you can give them credit there but in terms of just storytelling and I think that this is just a recurring theme for all of us where we just all like disappointed storyline was not there and when your storyline is not good everything just kind of falls apart yeah yeah, so, yeah. it's true so Very true. with that I guess that's that <laughs> so thank you listeners for tuning in Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. yes <laughs> so on beat if you guys have any movies or TV shows that you want me to review or convince a friend to watch you can drop me a tweet at talkshow or comment uh, on my Instagram at Bell the free elf and I'll get uh, and, I'll, and I'll have a go at it sorry that's a tongue twister <laughs> till next time bye <laughs> noodles do you say noodles noodles